Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is December 20th, 2019. Uh, happy Friday, um, week before Christmas, week before my birthday. I'm going to be 29 in one week. Maybe this is not the biggest birthday that anyone has, but I feel pretty good about it. Um, in my younger days of doing activism and different sorts of like administration, organizational and planning work, I sometimes got some feedback from people that I was like too young to have the level of authority that I had. Um, it wasn't like a super often thing, but it happened enough that I always put a positive spin on getting older. And I feel like 29, um, well, not that different than 28, but 29 is proper adult age. And I'm hoping that with it will come some confidence in my authority, my experience, my story, um, and my ability to express my ideas without holding back. And so for me, that's what 29 represents. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I wanted to hop on and record this episode because I just finished a therapy session with my therapist, Liz, um, and I just kind of wanted to debrief a little bit and document my experience. So I think um, the last episode I did, so that was Wednesday morning, Thomas was here. He's at work today. His back is still hurt, but um, he's better, so he went to work for a day. And, um, the last two days have been really rough. I basically had an exhausted meltdown yesterday morning, um, which just let a lot of dams burst open. It was really, I was really emotional. A lot of things that I had been holding in got to, um, be talked through with Thomas, which was good, um, and just felt by myself. And so then today I had my therapy session and, I feel really strong about what I said and how I handled it. So a big thing that Liz and I have been working with, and um, I can kind of tell that she just can't relate, but she is still trying to be supportive. And I know she has like the best um, interest for me is that I'm in a situation financially that is not easily it's not easily remedied. Um, I got sick. Um, my body shut down for the second time, which was kind of you know, final time. Basically, five years ago, my body said, no more. We're done. We're not going to function. You can't be in public. You can't handle stress. No. And ever since then, Thomas and I have been trying to figure out how to Two people survive where one of them is chronically ill 24-7. The other one has some limitations um, and physical conditions as well. Um, for the first – okay, so because I'm sick, his limitations don't necessarily impact him, so that's kind of off topic. But the point is is that I am limited. I'm special needs 24-7, and that's been the case for five years, and we have yet to figure out how to live like this. And so Thomas and I have both been really hopeful that he would be able to continually, you know, every year or two get a new job and it would make more money. And eventually we'd get to the point where he was making enough money to cover both of our expenses. Um, we've been working on that 
actively for the last three years, he's switched jobs like about every year or so. At some points he had two jobs. And, um, before that he was my full-time caregiver. I couldn't be left alone. My mental health was so bad that it was dangerous to leave me alone. Um, also physically, I didn't have enough energy to do things like bathe myself. Um, then like judicious laundry, things like that. I am better now. Um, but not great. Certainly not well enough to hold down a job to make any sort of significant income. And so, like I was talking about before, I'm interested in being a content creator because that's something that's accessible to me. Also, I like it. Um, I have a lot of experience in online communities, running online communities, creating content, that sort of thing. And so I, I already feel more or less comfortable in this space. Um, I just haven't known exactly what kind of content I wanted to create, what kind of audience I wanted to connect with, or what the point was. And now I can more confidently say the point of my creation, my content creation, is that I'm sick. And I would like to share my story to see if maybe some other people could relate or can feel represented. Um, I am growing in my passion for showcasing a diverse range of what it needs to be special needs. Um, I've been doing a lot of research, consuming a lot of content around other people in the chronically ill, special needs, disabled, like lots of different identities, kind of around um, similar thing, themes. Different people use different words. I'm still trying to find my language. I usually like using special needs as my language um, because it's so clear I have special needs. Disabled is a little bit harder for me. I do feel like disabled, like not able. Um, different connotations for different folks. But my point and all of this being said is that a more diverse representation of what it means to be ill and have it impact your life as severely as my conditions impact mine is part of why I'm so excited to be creating content. Representation has never mattered to me so much before, I guess, um, but slowly but surely a combination of diversity, representation, human rights, um, and just storytelling has all become a lot more important to me. And I hope to continue to use what energy I have to create content. Now, my therapist is nervous about me working on things again or thinking that I need to make money because I I have experienced a lot of anxiety, some depression, other mental states that are not ideal by any stretch of the imagination, sometimes brought on by the stress of forcing myself to do a lot of work. That being said... I also kind of don't have a choice, and I think that that was hard for Liz to understand today. Um, she was giving a lot of suggestions like, what if Thomas applies for new jobs? You know, can't we give it some more time and see if Thomas can make more? Can Thomas make more? Can Thomas make more? Why isn't Thomas making more? Um, from her, I've gotten that a lot from family. I get that a lot from people that like, the solution here is that Thomas needs to make more money. But the truth is he's going to need to make somewhere in the ballpark of $25 an hour full time to cover our expenses. And even at that rate, which is just not accessible for most anyone, um, 
we would still be only able to afford like maybe a one bedroom condo, maybe a manufactured home in a trailer park. Like that's still our housing options, even if he was making $5 more an hour than he currently does. Um, that's not super sustainable. And just because of how our life worked out, like I, I got so sick that he had to basically drop everything to help keep me alive. I mean, that sounds really extreme, but I really don't know what would have happened if he hadn't helped me, um, because nobody else stepped up to do so. Um, he had, he had just graduated from college. Um, it must've been a year before. No, it was like six months before he, um, he graduated from college and then I got sick. And so in the time that we have been together trying to figure out how to have him work, me be okay, it be enough money, find a place to live, cover expenses, buy health insurance for me, like just all these things. Like, by the way, we spend like 500 or more dollars a month just on my health insurance and my co-pays, um, for example. So this stuff is expensive um, and he has to make all the money. And so none of this is working out particularly well. And because of how it went, like he didn't get to get a master's. Neither of us got a master's. We don't, he doesn't have the work experience that he maybe should quote unquote have at, by this age. Um, he's 31. And so it's just like, it's, he doesn't qualify for jobs that make $25 an hour. It's, we're lucky that he's making $19.50 an hour. Um, and so really like I have to make money all 10 minutes of me rambling to say that there really is not another solution. Um, we've also tried to figure out how Thomas is like going to add more hours onto his work week by like doing side coaching or it's just to expect that Thomas can work a full-time job, especially one like he has where he's working with, um, special needs sometimes, populations, homeless, mental um, and physical um, illnesses, ailments. Um, sometimes they are recently out of prison. They have like different needs. Um, they're homeless. Like th that's his clients. To think that he's going to do that full-time every week and on top of that, figure out a way to add another like 10 or 20 hours a week onto his schedule, onto his stress levels, so that maybe we can afford a manufactured home in a trailer park if we're lucky. Even if we could make that work in the next like year or so, it's not a very strong long-term plan. I honestly don't know how anyone is figuring this out right now. But despite the fact that like it may not be the best thing in the world, like I need to figure out how to make money. It's not just a value thing. I do feel valuable. Like I ran the dishwasher and emptied it already today. I helped with, you know, different things around the house. I um, organize our paperwork. I handle our budgets. Like I do things and I feel valuable and I feel appreciated. But the, you know, the truth of the matter is like we have to have more money to survive. I, I don't know how to do it any other way. We've been homeless. We've lived on less than a thousand dollars a month when we never turned the lights on and had food stamps. Um, like we've been really poor, 
But now we're in this like, don't really get any assistance except for a tax break on my health insurance and otherwise like we are on our own. We are seemingly two able-bodied human beings who have expenses because I can't get disability, but we are not two able-bodied people um, living this life. And so there is no good answer. Um, this is not ideal. It would be great if as a, an ill person, I was able to receive help and there was like some financial something going on. I mean, Yang's freedom dividend would be great. But barring that, even though I'm voting for him, huge Yang gang person right here, even when he gets elected, it's still going to take a long time to bring the freedom dividend into practice, if ever. So, you know, when you find yourself with your only good option that you can see having like a very um, unlikely candidate for president winning and then giving you $1,000 a month is like the only way that you can figure out how to function. You know that like life is hard and I'm not alone in this. I am not the only chronically ill person that doesn't know how they're going to survive by not being able to make money. Even if you're not chronically ill, there's a lot of struggle right now. Um, like unemployment is real. Underemployment is real. Homelessness is real. And I want to use my platforms to talk about these things, that there are not perfect solutions and we don't always have the answers. Um, but I hope that somehow in having this conversation, hosting my platforms, creating content, um, I will be able to solve some of my problems, but also maybe help some other people with theirs. But I don't really know how this is all going to go. I just know that today I had to stand up for myself a little bit in therapy and say like, you know, there is no um, option going forward where we can wait to hopefully, um, live off of Thomas making more money. So that was a much longer episode than I intended. Thank you so much for listening to the whole thing. I'm sure there'll be more thoughts later and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.